0: Welcome back to the Stop Feeling Sorry For Yourself podcast with your boy, Fadi Kalush. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get into it. Happy December 2020, everybody. Um, You might have been able to tell. I switched some things up. I found myself listening to the podcast again, and, and although I would not change anything at all, like my voice just sounded too romantic for no reason at all and I didn't want you guys sitting there thinking like I was depressed or whatever the case is just when I record these it's at nighttime and the little man is about you know four or five feet away from me sleeping in his little pack and play or on the floor or in my bed or wherever he decides he wants to sleep that night I tell you guys it's been a little over a week now and uh I've been getting like the the statistics and uh, the demographics and everything back from the people that have been listening to the podcast, and I just want to say thank you guys. And you know, I keep on beating that drum. I can't, I can't do this without people like you guys in my life. And I, man, I, I do feel a lot better. I feel a lot better. I feel clear minded just talking. And I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Not, not so much the. I mean, I love the podcast. I just, I just love talking. I, I love being able to to have an outlet to just say what I want to say and. And whether nobody listens to it or, or a lot of people listen to it, uh, it's all the same. It just makes me feel good talking through this stuff. And, you know, I can already tell people dropped off a little bit. There's been there's been a good amount of you guys that have been sticking in with this podcast and, and listening and, you know, going back and forth, talking to me about this stuff. But I tell you, once people got to they found out what happened with Amanda, people fell off as far as listening to the other episodes after that people just nosy and i get that that's why i waited so long before i told anybody because people are they're not they don't got my genuine interest in mind they don't really care about um they don't really care about me or you know my family they just they want something to gossip about they want something to talk about they want something they just want something you know that's what people are it's human nature that's why the kardashians are a fucking thing like nobody really cares about they just want to see that flaming uh dumpster fire and uh, it is what it is the kids are starting to feel better, starting to clear up with their sinuses, and um, I mean, I- I'm making it, I'm making it, and I feel good. I feel like hell when I'm when I'm in the in the storm with them, but you know, the next day comes, and I realize like, all right, cool. I mean, that was bad, but it's it's, it's doable. Just um, it gives me that strength for like anything else I got going on, and uh, you know, upcoming storms I got going on. It just it sucks when you're in it because you can't see anything but the storm, but. I was talking to I was talking to a couple friends the other day and uh one of them she sent me a picture of um her in a bathtub enjoying uh some wine. Nothing crazy guys, just just a picture, n- nothing naked, just her in a bath uh enjoying a cup of wine. and I told her I'm like damn, like I'm <laughs> I'm a little jealous right now. I'm never going to be able to, you know, have that. And she's like, "Yeah, you will." I said, "No." So she's you know she's uh divorced and they do the co-parenting thing which is is great and I, I know a lot of people do that if if you guys are doing it right you get that time to yourself and uh you know when she sent me that picture I'm like well fuck I'm not co-parenting with anybody and that shit that shit hits a little different and uh you know it it, it sucked for a second but she's like you know they'll be in school soon I'll be retired and I mean, I got that time while they're in school. Right. And I didn't even think about it like that. I just I don't know. For some reason, I'm just thinking they're always going to be the age they're at right now. You know, I feel like I'm always going to have a baby and a four year old. And it takes that next level of perspective from somebody else. You know, somebody that's not, you know, sitting in the sorrow with you to to kind of give you that. And I, I tell you, man, it kind of it kind of lightened up my my soul a little bit. Just thinking about five years from now, you know, little man in kindergarten ava and whatever grade nine nine-year-olds are in and um i ah, man, it's it's good and I, I know i'll be retired um i'm not i'm not doing a day past what i have to you know i, I can't i can't i just can't you know what i mean not that i don't want to but i, I know i can't um and it's it's just like a, it's just something to look forward to you know uh, it's a short-term goal five years is what i consider short-term right I had another friend, you know. She hit me up, and she's like, "Hey, you know, how are the kids doing?" I said, "They're doing good." And she's like, "How are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm good." And she kept on trying to tell me, like, "All right, I'm gonna trust you." Well, I mean, she got no choice but to trust me. I'm, I'm gonna be me, and I'm gonna say, "You can't just take me for face value when I'm saying vulgar, ignorant shit, and then not take me for not take me for face value when I'm when I'm just telling you the truth, right? I'm not lying to anybody about shit. I don't have no reason to lie. I don't care about anybody that much to lie to them. And um, she's like, uh, you know. You know, when you're in an airplane and uh, the, the airbags drop and say, put your oxygen mask on first before you help out somebody else. She's like, this applies to your situation right here. She's like, you need to you need to make sure you're taking care of yourself. And I sure am. I sure am. I tell you guys. I, uh, I'm i not but I, but I am and in a way. It's uh, it's been different. It's, you know, I got like dad guilt when I do things like if I leave the house and I know the kids are at the house or whatever the case is, or if I'm hanging out somewhere. I just, I feel like this overwhelming, uh, like, dad guilt. Like, I should be home. I should be hanging out with the kids. They need me. But, you know, I need some me time, too. And uh, I've been getting a little bit out here and there. I'm uh, I'm getting ready to transfer from the command that I'm at right now. I have uh, about, you know, three weeks off before I get to my next command. And uh, I really want to do something special, man. I want to do something special with the kids. And I don't know, man. I just, I don't know what I'm going to do. But, you know, uh, I thought about it and... Even though I want to believe I'm taking care of myself, I'm—I I know I'm not. Uh, these last three and s- three and a half months have been have been focused on everything but body, and I'm okay with that because that's the way I feel like it should be. But now it's kind of taking a toll on who I am and my body and, and my way of thinking, and I—I I got concerned, so I made a, a appointment, got some labs done just to get some some blood work drawn and some tests done. Right, check my cholesterol, check my testosterone, check all the levels. Right, every everything. That could possibly be it. And everything came back pretty normal. A couple highs, a couple lows on some things. But that's linked to, you know, sleeping and diet. And I haven't been eating the way I used to eat. And I haven't been exercising the way I used to exercise. So I did a couple of things to change that. Because I got to be the best version of myself for the kids, right? And, and I know when something's wrong with me. I know when the veins in my arms aren't popping like they normally do. I know when I get tired earlier than I usually do. I know when I wake up before I'm supposed to. Like, I know when my body is not clicking and firing on, all, or firing on all cylinders like it used to. So I did a couple of things. Amanda had this Max Trainer by Bowflex in the room. And I never, I could never use that thing. It was just, it kicked my ass. I don't know how she did it. She she got on there faithfully almost every day. And it's like a like a treadmill climber staircase. I, um, not treadmill. It was like a elliptical stair climber type hybrid. I don't know. It was... It was hell uh, in my room. That's pretty much what it was. And it wasn't being used at all. So it was going to start end up being a, a coat rack or a hoodie uh, rack. And anyway, I sold that on Facebook Marketplace. And I took that money. I applied it to one of those uh, Nordic Track, uh like, commercial treadmills. I saw my buddy in the neighborhood got one of them. And it's pretty cool, like, the interactive piece of it with uh, the iFit uh, subscription. So I'm excited for that to get here. I'll be here in a couple weeks. And, you know, I started eating a little better. Actually a lot better. I stopped like I told you guys, I, I I was hitting those bottles hard and now I cut it down to about one drink a day. Sometimes two, depending on if I'm watching the Eagles lose or not. And I'm I've already seen a difference in uh in more ways than one. So in a way, that's me putting my oxygen mask on first. And that doesn't mean I gotta be out there clubbing. Doesn't mean I gotta be out there at the bars. Not that I can be anyway, we're still on lockdown. And it, it just means that I take care of me. I need me time right now. It's uh, the afternoon. I don't, I, yeah, Today wasn't my work day and I'm doing this one. So I don't sound so romantic on the on the microphone. I don't got to whisper to you guys. I don't got to sound depressed or whatever the case is. And then two is, you know, is a version of taking care of myself, talking it out. And every time I do one of these, a conversation follows. I got a buddy, he's a truck driver, uh, for the walmart fleet he works nights and this dude's been hitting me up every night hey you good and checking in on me and you know we talk and he he's awake at nighttime anyway and he lost his uh he lost some family members over the last few years and he still eats away at him because he feel like he said something to me he said you know i don't believe i ever grieved properly and i don't know what that means you know people have told me that before but i don't understand what proper grieving is i don't know if it's, you know my uh boss told me that eventually i'm gonna I'm a hit a brick wall and i don't know what that means either but i don't know if it's because i don't know if it's because it's like there's a grieving process that i'm not aware of or if there's a brick wall that's just gonna like it's going everything's gonna just f- pile up and just and so i don't know that that got me a little worried but once again i control my destiny i believe i control my thoughts and i control the actions i know i'm gonna have problems but the problems aren't what i'm worried about the, the reaction to those problems are what i'm worried about last thing i'm gonna talk about today guys is you know, uh, some time has gone by. So some people, um, have tried to slide into those DMS and (laughs) I got you. I appreciate it. It's flattering, but i tell you, man, uh, sometimes your past calls. All right. I don't plan on answering it. My past has nothing new to say. I don't believe they have nothing new to say. And this goes back to something else. I used to tell people all the time. And I told Amanda this a couple of times. Um, You know, so often we want to fall in love, but really we're in pain. So we'll just take anything to kind of make us feel better. I'm very well aware of that, and at this point in my life, you know, with the kids, and I'm cautious as to one who I bring around, uh, two why I'm bringing them around, and three how it looks, because it's not, it's not right now. is not the time. You know what I mean? Right now, I know it's not the time. I'm not mentally there for anything other than my children and myself. You know, there's. I got some friends, and uh, I rely on those friends heavily. And um, I'm, I'm blessed to have them people in my lives. Uh, those people in my lives, and I just it's it's entertaining to me. I think the way they they they've approached this, and not not entertaining in a disrespectful way to them, but just it's it's just different. Some of these people I knew when I was a kid. Some of these people I knew in my early 20s, and some in the middle of my 20s, late 20s. Early 30s. That's where I'm at now. I'm a stick at early 30s. I'm only 33. Once again, I'm going to repeat that. I'm still a goddamn kid. But the point is, these people all met me in different phases of my life, right? I'm not the same person I was when I was 17. I wasn't the same person I was when I was 12. Like, some of them people coming out the woodworks from middle school and stuff, too. But in general, man, it's, uh, it made me look at, you know, like, why, right? And, and I'm not saying I was awesome back then because I wasn't. You know, I was a piece of shit just like every other 20-year-old was. And you know, it made me feel like they were waiting. They were waiting for something. Um, I don't know what that something was. I don't know if it was a, a divorce, a breakup, or not getting married. I don't know if they were waiting for me to mature. But once again, you know, I, I've never, I've never gone back to anything. I, I don't. I, t- I used to tell Amanda this all the time. I've never given anybody second chances. Most people, most relationships I had lasted about two weeks. I had one high school sweetheart. She had a second chance. That was the last second chance I gave to anybody, and. Uh, from there on out, it was a two-week lifespan. From the time I met these uh, these young ladies, or these ladies, these women, and that was it, right? It just it was easier not to get attached that way. You don't have to feel the pain that I had felt already, you know. And uh, I felt used, and I felt I felt some kind of way, man, after that first relationship I had. And um, you know, she was growing up the same way I was growing up, so uh, it's no love lost there. It is what it is. It's it's a high school relationship, you know. It's exactly what it's supposed to be fucking high school so right now i talk to these ladies and you know we're still friends we're still cool but just nothing else gonna come out of it because that's that's all there is to it you know um you know you you already have your path that you walked i have my path that i walk and, and we know too much about each other to to start something and that's just a that's a realization that I, I, i've made and whether it's right or wrong i mean it is what it is Plus, Lifetime Movies got me thinking I'm going a, I'm a to run into somebody at a coffee shop. And it's going to be like, oh my God, where have you been my whole life? <laughs> just kidding. Uh, definitely not. I don't go to coffee shops. So. Um, but that's where I'm going to leave you guys off at today. Just remember, you know, life seems ne- life never seems to be the way you, we want it. Uh, but we live, the, we live life the best way we can. Uh, there's no perfect life, but we can fill it with perfect moments. And, uh, you know, keep swimming. Keep swimming. Keep getting those perfect moments. And when you can't swim, fucking breathe and float. All right, I'll see you guys uh, another day. Thanks for tuning in. Love you all.